Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well, we are wondering, given all of the information coming out about the uh, uh, the issues concerning Garrison Keillor, we are wondering what he might be up to on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. We are everything entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That is Bradley Trainer, And we like to mm, imagine these things by doing a little Colleen and Bradley theater. It is time for another of Colleen and Bradley Theatre. <laughs> Starring in the role of Garrison Keillor this afternoon is one Bradley trainer. And in the role of Garrison Keillor's only last standing producer, Connie Olson, is Colleen Lindstrom. Oh, hi. Hi. Hi there, Colleen. Uh, hi, Garrison. How, Garrison how, Keillor. How are you? You I'm know, uh, it's been a real tough uh, couple of days then. Yes. For you. Uh, so... Has. But I think we need to stay future focused and uh, put together perhaps well, like a some sort of podcast idea. Do you want to? I got uh, some ideas. Oh, I was good. thinking since right. I can't do the po- or I can't do the radio show anymore, I could do a podcast. Oh, I think this is a great idea. Okay, so I'm gonna let, tell me what you got. I'm okay, gonna, I'm gonna call it Prairie Bone Companion. Oh, jeez. Yes. Uh, yeah. Like, okay. No. Call it Prairie Bone Companion. Um, yeah, no, I don't think that's going to be a real like good that. idea. I, nope. I like that idea. Okay, let's, can we, also, let's move on I'm to another one. I'm going to do a segment called The News from Lake Womadong. Oh, dear. Okay. Get it? Um, Lake no, Womadong. I got, I got it. Okay, so uh, you know what? Let's. And I'm going to have a sponsor. Okay. All righty. What is that going to be? going to be Pounder Milk Biscuits. Heavens, yeah. they're tasty. Oh, my gosh. Oh, dear. It's going to oh. be an adult theme. Oh, geez. I, you know, okay. Bring on some ladies. Nope. Okay. How about this? How no. about, uh, let's, you know what? Let's put that behind us. We'll talk about that oh, later. I got the best idea. Okay. Well, let's talk about guests. Okay. Well, no, I'm saying I'm going to do a podcast. Yeah. It's going to be called Prairie Bone Companion. Okay. My first guest, Bill Cosby. Isn't that a great idea? Uh, yeah, Bill no, Cosby. it's not. Hey, and by the way, Garrison, um, I prefer if we can have some conversations without your hands on my privates. Heavens, okay. they're tasty. And that was another edition of that Colleen and Bradley Theater. We hope you come back again Heavens same time next week. <laughs> 
I'm not going to win any awards with that one. No. But I will say, you did a great job getting into character, Bradley Trainer. Yes, no, I had to film. His voice is so hard. I don't... I don't... He, he has very high and low... I, that actually is the most work I've ever seen Hi, either of us do to get into character. Yeah. Good job. Um, Prairie Bone Companion. From Lake Wombadong. <laughs> God, we're 12. <laughs> I can't. Bill Cosby. I don't quite. You put the thing in the thing. No? Okay. I don't know how to make this pivot in a, a good way. Good luck with that. So I'm just going to do this. Uh, you guys, we're in the middle of Manuary okay. on My Talk 107.1, and this is our bracket-style competition to determine the best man in the Twin Cities. Uh, who's the greatest <laughs> guy? What? It's just the juxtaposition I know. Is awesome. I told you, I can't. It's a hard pivot Let's to just make. Let's do it. Let's pivot hard. I'm trying to. Well, certainly it's not Garrison Keeler. We can say that for certain. <laughs> that yeah. is true. Our writing candidate this year, Interestingly, not nominated. Uh, but we do have two great guys today up in the competition. So go to mytalk1071.com, keyword manuary, and you can see where you can vote. And by the way, you're going to want to vote for our guys. And we got one of them on the line right now. We've got David Summers on the line. Hello, David. How are you? Hey guys, I'm good. How are you? We are Wonderful. good. Welcome. It's good to hear you again. We we saw you uh, at the kickoff. How are you doing and how are you feeling about your big day? <laughs> I'm doing pretty good. Uh, you know, a little stressed. I remember this last year, you know, the first round, you just want to get past the yep. first round. So, you know, but it's a lot of fun. And, I mean, what I lose, it's just a great opportunity to bring awareness to all these great charities so well and that is that is really the best part of manuary is getting to know some great charities and uh at the end of this the charity of the winner will get three thousand dollars and the second runner up or the first runner up will get five hundred dollars to their charity that they named and david you have a really awesome charity why don't you tell us who your charity is and why you selected them yeah of course so i'm playing for special olympics of minnesota um reason why I'm playing for them is I have an older brother who is autistic and one of his biggest passions is competing in swimming every year. So it's just really great that I get a chance to support him and that organization. I mean, they do a phenomenal job every year doing so many events throughout the city for all these great people. So it's just really near and dear to me to try and just go out there and just raise awareness and I also work at a company that we're a medical company, so we're servicing group homes in the Twin Cities area. So my whole life kind of revolves around this. Now, David, you got real close to winning Manuary (laughs) last year. Uh, What are we doing different this year that's going to nail it once and for all? Um, I think I'm going to just annoy more people this year. (laughs) I like that. I was all over social media, and I had so many people like, when is, it, when is it done? And I'm like, nope, don't worry about it. You're going to keep hearing from me. <laughs> we so. actually, I think that's a good strategy. Bradley and I actually employ that strategy just generally in life. Yeah, the annoy more you annoy more people, people, the more they're likely to be like, okay, fine. What do you want? Okay. So, yeah, I mean, like social media is a great opportunity to like spread positive messages, but it's also a phenomenal opportunity to annoy as many people as go. possible. <laughs> it's a two-pronged you approach. Break, you just break them down a little bit. I love it. Well, you are doing really well right now, I have to say, uh, and I am i don't want to jinx anything, but you are ahead. You are at 62% right now. Um, and that is a good, that is a good That's lead. Awesome. Yes. And like we are it. very excited. Yeah. I hope it can continue. 
Well, keep spreading the word. We'll keep doing our part here on the show, and um, together we'll get you to round two. Yeah, I can't wait, guys. All right. Well, we will talk to you again soon. Again, that's David Summers. Go right now to mytalk1071.com, keyword manuary. Uh, and that's where you can find all of the men that are up uh, up for uh, their votes today. David Summers, that's who we just talked to. But we have another contestant up today. Oh, my gosh. You guys, it gets a little bit stressful because we just want these guys to do well. Yeah. Um, and so we want to introduce you to them as much as possible so you get a chance to actually hear from them. Well, we've got another contestant, Nick Rice, and he's going to be calling in after the uh, after this break, and we're going to hear from him and hear about his charity and why he selected that charity as well. Stay right where you are. We'll be back after this on My Talk 1071. Recently overheard on Donna and Steve. This guy's voice is amazing. Go, Pat. You go, Pat Monahan. This is a karaoke song. Oh, this is when you head for the door and go get another beer at karaoke. Train and Hall & Oates are touring together. Hall & Oates, that's cool. Yeah, Hall & Oates are amazing. Um, But I said, he said that that was his, what'd you call it? Um, Like your guilty pleasure. It's a guilty pleasure. guilty about it? They're a great band. It's kind of bedwetting music. What does that mean? (laughs) Bedwetting? What does that mean? You know, I don't know. What does that mean? You kind of just listen to it. Boy, surprise, surprise. Sorry, quickly. Google bedwetting mood and nothing comes up. (laughs) I mean, trademark. (laughs) Direct me to the patent office, Steve O. Oh, boy. Donna and Steve, 9 to noon on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. The radio home of constantly adding to your Netflix queue. My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. It is Manuary on My Talk 1071, and we are celebrating on the Colleen and Bradley show. Man! Streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. We are Everything Entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That is Bradley Trainer. And uh, we've got another man up, another contestant we'd like to introduce you, our wonderful audience, to. His name is Nick Rice. Hello, Nick. Hello, Colleen. How are you? We are really good, and we are so excited to have you up for Manuary today. And I have to say, it's quite close. We need to push it into a lead for you, Nick Rice. So, Nick. All right. Am Am I behind right now? You're a little behind. Oh, no. It's all good. We've seen people come from behind many times. You Mm -hmm. have nothing to worry about. Uh, That's why you're on the show, and we're going to get you over the hump next or on to round two. But start, uh, would you, Nick, by telling us, reminding us who your charity is and uh, why you chose them to to be your charity? Yeah, okay. My charity is the Pacer Center. Uh, So the Pacer Center works with, well, basically children with uh, disabilities, special needs. So... They, they do a lot of really great work. They support families. They uh, have trainings and workshops and seminars, and they also advocate for families. So they'll, they'll go into the schools or work with the families to make sure that, uh, you know, basically the students are getting what is their right, so right to a free and appropriate education. So they work really hard to support our students. You know, it's uh, it's I, I first learned of the Pacer Center um, from my own interaction with having a child with special needs. And I, what I think sometimes people don't understand or know about um, people, about families of, of kids with special needs is that it's like speaking a whole different language. Uh, when you talk about an IEP or a 504 and you might yeah. not really know exactly what you're doing. And the Pacer Center helps navigate people through that. 
Yeah, that's right. I, I usually jokingly call it alphabet soup, you know, because it's IEP, EBD, yeah. ASD, SLD, all kinds of letters that mean different things. But um, it's, a, it's a complicated process uh, when families – so I, I work for schools. Uh, I'm a former special ed teacher, and I'm also a school administrator now. Um, so I, I work a lot to support families, but I, I hear from a lot of different families that they go into the schools and, you know, they're working with with the educators who have been doing this for a lot of years and they're really used to speaking that language, mm-hmm. like you said. And so it just it's really helpful to have organizations like the Pacer Center that are working on the family side. You know, the schools are working with the family as well, but, you know, just to help support and educate and, and work with everyone together. All right. Well, we are going to make sure we do our part. And um, I mean, I feel like you're basically tied at this point, but that's why our listeners need to head online to mytalk1071.com. Vote uh, so that we can get you over the hump. And uh, you can uh, on the website also just learn more about Nick and uh, see that, of course, he is the person with the longest beard on Team Cobras. I got got at least that going for me. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Well, Nick, greatest of luck to you, and we will be in touch, we hope, to get you through to the next round, uh, and and we're rooting for you. Thank you so much. All right. Thanks, guys. Love my talk. 107.1. Thank you. Take care, Nick. Again, that's Nick Rice. Head over to mytalk1071.com, keyword manuary. Please vote for Team Cobra's mandates uh, so we can get them through to the next round. All right, Brad. Yeah. Um, so I don't know if you know this, but Kim Kardashian and Kanye West had oh, a baby. I have to tell you the story. Okay. Because, um, so Kim Kardashian, I came across the story today and uh-huh. I said, oh, I think I need to share this with Colleen Lindstrom mm-hmm. because, and every mother listening, frankly, or anyone who has raised a child. I don't even know that you need to be a mother to appreciate how absurd and uh, asinine this is. There is an article. Uh, I think this, it's all over, but we'll start with the one that I saw in Perez Hilton. Here's the headline, Colleen. Mm-hmm. Just just react mm-hmm. as a person who's had uh, children. Mm-hmm. Kim Kardashian is very hands-on with newborn. Okay. Uh, just want you to know she's an amazing mom. Uh, she's got her hands on her newborn. Okay, first of all, uh, just being hands on. I mean, she's hand. Who? What does a hands off mom look like? I mean, if you well, have a baby, probably some. But well, yeah, but like if you have a baby, like what? I guess I don't even know what that means. Help it, me understand. Well, uh, you know, I, I want you to know that she might be the most popular reality star on the planet, but to her three children, she's simply mom. After their third child was born uh, just January, just a week ago. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Go. So this has been just about a week. Uh, Kim Kardashian and Kanye revealed, of course, Chicago, name of their last child. But according to Us Weekly, Kimmy... Kimmy is literally spending, literally in parentheses, Colleen, spending every waking hour with her bundle of joy. And, oh my God, tell me how amazing this is for motherhood. She even gets up in the middle of the night if required. Okay. Here's the quote. Okay. Kim gets up for everything in the middle of the night, especially in the first week. It's really important they bond. Kim's a very hands-on mom. I am so aggravated by this. Am I supposed to be celebrating her because she's showing up uh, to be a parent? Yeah, that's the thing I don't understand. Like, it was like those pictures of her post-pregnancy body. Right. She was not pregnant. Right. Also, okay, no, I'm not going to do it. Well, uh, this is... This is assy of me to say this because in general, I don't disagree with um, parents getting out on the town, having a time, a little date time, especially after a baby is born. I think it's necessary to connect with your significant other. What I'm taking issue with is the fact that this article wants us to believe that Kim cannot leave the side of precious baby Chicago. But we've seen pictures of her out and about on date nights out on the town with Kanye since the baby was born. Yeah, they, because they 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 have had a, a very you know it was a very rough pregnancy. Yes. She's now had her baby and she's now taking some time for herself. So don't tell Excuse me. Excuse me. I I'm not as dumb as I look. You can't tell me in one article that she's spending every waking hour, every moment with this beautiful new baby. When on another article, you're showing me what a a go getter she is and she's out on the town and she's it just frustrates me. And also, again, am I supposed to be celebrating the fact that she's risen to the occasion of mothering the child that she wanted? Yeah. No, like that's minimum. Like, (laughs) I'm sorry. Showing up, waking up with your child who needs you in the middle of the night. That's just what you do. That is there's baseline. Nothing, there's nothing, there's nothing you know, unique awesome about, about that. that. Right. Also, I did want you to know that the baby is settling in beautifully. Shy or she or chi. I don't know how oh, they're I thought you were that. saying the baby was shy. I was like, shy Cargo. How do we know? I thought she, that she? the nickname was shy. Shy. I think yes. we all agreed that? because that's what reports said last week. How do you know? Because they said I that. Read the internet. Yeah, but did they spell it out? I mean, it's spelled C H I, so you could say shy. But I'm saying, how do you know it's not chi? I hope it's chi or sure. Yeah, let's okay. go with that. <laughs> no, let's not. Let's <laughs> go you with. Be real careful with that one. Let's just say anyway, Chicago. It says shy is sleeping a ton now. Yeah, so. they all do. I mean, it's just a baby. What do you expect? This child is not the second coming. It's the third for them, yeah, actually. Right? So, and, I mean, you'd think they'd have figured it out by now. Hey, Kim Kardashian, kudos on kudos. parenting. Hey, we've got some D-bags coming up in the next segment, Lord and Lady Douchebag. And we've got two publications we're naming today on My Talk 1071. My Talk 1071. Everything. You gotta tear me apart, Lisa! Entertainment. 
Well, when celebrities behave badly, you can trust that Colleen and Bradley are here to call them out on MyTalk 1071. Streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. We are Everything Entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That is Bradley Trainer. And these are your D bags. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. Who's your douchebag? Thanks for asking. Um, Interestingly, today, rather than selecting a human person, I have selected the entire publication of the Daily Mail. Oh, the entire thing? Yeah, pretty much. For a habit that they do all the time, but I'm going to illustrate it with a story that I found there today. Um, The Daily Mail has this habit of... Getting some paparazzi photographs of a celebrity after maybe an event took place Mm. and then creating an entire narrative based on the pictures that they've obtained. Okay, this time the celebrity in question is Megyn Kelly. As we know, Megyn Kelly has uh, sort of been reigniting a feud with Jane Fonda, one that Jane Fonda is sort of an unwitting participant in. Uh, And yesterday her show was they they re-aired a show versus airing a new live show. So Megan Kelly apparently was out doing errands in New York. Okay. But if you read the Daily Mail, what you are to believe is that Megan Kelly clearly was having great difficulty with the emotional turmoil that she's experiencing as a result of this argument with Jane Fonda, that she had to deal with her feelings by going on a shopping spree and then eating her feelings at Hagen dazs Oh, I can totally relate. <laughs> I mean, I relate and in the sense that I like Where to shop, shop and shopping? eat Hagen dazs so she went shopping at some upscale boutiques in the New York area, uh, and they have a picture of her taken, like a long shot of her um, looking at a pair of designer jeans. Ooh, page premium. Page Dena. jeans mm. at the page Too many store. Zippers. $200 um, for a pair of those jeans. Clearly, she's on a shopping spree, though. To deal with her emotions. Well, that's what women do. Don't you know? Yeah, thank you. Thank you, Daily Mail. This picture. Which one? The one of her standing looking uh, forlorn in the Haagen-Dazs? That is totally all of us. (gasps) Like when you're like, I am going to go. You are buying this. Yeah, I totally am. I mean, do you see the look on her face? Okay, she's like I'm alone in between face. That is a you are taking too long to make my shake. Give it to me now. That's all that is. I love it. <laughs> I absolutely love it. I want Hagen does right now. That's partially well, why I I'm actually so do too. I'm not. She gonna also, lie to can I just say, like, keep looking at all the photos. She looks great. She looks fantastic. Like, if I, if you caught photos of me just like erping around town, yeah. I would be like, dur, 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 dur. they'd be like, oh god, what's wrong? Yeah, no, she's a ten. She looks great. Yeah. Her, she looks like she owns New York. I mean, yeah. it looks like they put a filter on the I mean, paparazzi it looks like they photos. Told her, we're gonna, you know, I mean, God, that's possible. I guess there is that this was totally planned, but. right? That's true. There is this one picture of her. She's talking on the phone, and she's very enthusiastic on the phone as she's crossing the street, and she looks like she's yelling into the phone, but she's probably just enthusiastic about something. And there's a guy next to her crossing the street, holding his phone in his hand. With a look on his face that's either, I think that's Megan Kelly, or I wish she would shut up. You can't really tell. Who is that lady? Who is that lady? But I want to know what she got at the Hagen Dazs. 
I mean, I'm guessing ice cream. A well, single scoop. Uh, yeah, of or she got ice like cream. one of those coffee drinks because they do the coffee drink oh, thing. I bet she did that. Right? That feels, you know. But I would have gotten the um, chocolate with peanut butter. Oh, that's so amazing. I want I'm I telling want a pint you. Of it. Are you a laughing at me? No, the, uh, Holly is. Holly? Uh, I'm telling you, a Hagen Dazs milkshake, it will bring all the boys to the yard. I, I, yeah, I just want the dumb milkshake. Can I just can I just read though, just like one line from this? By the way, lengthy article about her shopping spree well, and her trip love about to Daily Mail. They literally like somebody could walk uh, outside and toot, walk back inside, and there would be a six page article. It's on, so true. You know, like <laughs> and the wonderful shoes she was wearing can be purchased online yes. for forty nine ninety five. It's ridiculous, um, but. I mean, they just outright in this, again, very lengthy article about Megyn Kelly going shopping and eating Haagen-Dazs basically says that perhaps she was doing this after the after uh, Ann Curry called her out on The View. Yeah. Well, I'm sure Ann Curry calling her out made her want to eat. Yeah. She was like, I got to go to Haagen-Dazs. I'm also trying to look and see what credit card she's using. And she does seem to have a number or what? On the back of her phone. She probably does. I love how like you are you examining me. these. Well, I mean, oh no, she's got a wallet thing. She's got one of those wallet uh-huh. things on the back of her phone. I wouldn't do that cards. if I were her. I'm just saying. Why? Because if she loses the phone and her cards, oh. and she's Megan Kelly, yeah, but you can't call the number if your phone is with your cards. Do you see what I'm saying? I mean, she couldn't call on her phone. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Thank you. I'm done now. Um, okay, so the Daily <laughs> Mail, you had fun with that. I, I actually, oddly, also picked a publication. Who was your publication? Page six. For why? Um, here's the headline of this. This was on like page six is like trending stories. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I need to know more. Here's the headline. Mm-hmm. Jennifer Aniston and Mariah Carey love their guacamole. Excuse me? Is that that's it? Is that a sexual thing? <laughs> I love my guacamole. Like, is that is that like a Latin lover that Do they... they love each other's guacamole? Okay, Holly, that, that was that a bridge that too far. <laughs> anyway, here's the you know the Daily Mail also good at this, but here's the date or uh, here's page six. Okay, call this episode the one where Jennifer Aniston and Mariah Carey munched on chips and guac within feet of each other. Yes, I bet they did. So this entire article is literally Jennifer Aniston and her friends showing up at a Mexican restaurant in Sherman Oaks and a couple hours later, so does Mariah Carey. Actually, it was 10 minutes prior. So on Friday, Friends alum joins... uh, I mean, what are the odds? I know, they're in Sherman Oaks and it's a Mexican (laughs) restaurant. They They love their guacamole. That's crazy. So, And then I went to the website of the restaurant and I was like, oh, next time I'm in Sherman Oaks, I'm going to go to Casa Vega. So Uh, it wasn't a Don Pablo's is what you're telling me. It was not Don Pablo's, but it looks kind of like just like a funky little Mexican place, which I love. I think I've actually been there before. I wouldn't be surprised. I didn't see Jennifer Aniston. Jennifer Aniston was enjoying it. I know. They love their walk. (laughs) And that's not. But wait, there's more. So she was with four friends. That is Jennifer Aniston, including Jason Bateman's wife, Amanda Anka. Apparently, the other people, you don't know them and they don't care. They don't have names. Uh, We're told the group stayed for two and a half hours. They opted for Patron margaritas, as well as tableside guacamole, grilled half chicken, chili verde, and cheese enchiladas. 
As Aniston, 48, and her super nice entourage dined in the bar area of the Sherman Oaks eatery, pop diva Carrie, 47, and her party arrived 10 minutes prior and were seated in the back dining room. Like Aniston, Carrie and her clique also ordered guacamole, in addition to other dishes, including tacos and lobster quesadilla. (laughs) It appears Carrie worked up an appetite. (laughs) I think they called her fat. I think what they said is... Seen all the food. The yeah, how many chips she pounded into a pie hole. This is like this is the downside of being a celebrity is that somebody just wrote an entire article about like the amount of chips you just inhaled. <laughs> I'm just like, who got who got ri- there are days when I sit behind this microphone and I go, I can't believe I'm about to do this. But then I realize. I'm better off, at least, than the guy whose job it was to write this damn story in the first place. I would tweet her. Hats off to Jacqueline Hendricks. Jacqueline Hendricks. We can follow her on Twitter. Is there some sort of award that that we should nominate her for? Like, mm, some sort of prestigious journalist award can we because this is art <laughs> is what this is here is what she's also written and shared on her twitter oh, account do tell even ewan mcgregor's car has given up on him <laughs> <laughs> okay i'm sorry he's i'm working, in love with her i don't even care he's working on his volkswagen beetles engine in los angeles <laughs> oh god oh also dancing with the stars is courting caitlin jenner that's interesting i didn't know that oh um <laughs> But, 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 but Jennifer Aniston else? and Mariah Carey love their guacamole. Okay, I'm sorry. I, now I'm obsessed with her. I want to know. Do you? Okay, so clearly this is what this has to be. Let's Hollywood, not Hollywood speak, but peel back the curtain. Mm-hmm. Let's try to like figure out how this all goes down. It's very specific. Like chili verde, half a chicken. Mm-hmm. Side table sidewalk and cheese enchiladas. Like unless there was a person seated directly next to them who was taking uh, copious notes, you've got to believe that it was the server. Absolutely, yeah. the server or the manager who was on that night was like, "I got to call up page." Yeah, six. actually, I bet it was the manager because yeah. then they knew exactly what Mariah Carey was eating. Yes, and they, they were in different parts of the restaurant. Now, what I really want to know is, at any point. Did the two of them, because they were there within 10 yeah, minutes. It doesn't say. Did, was there any interaction? Did two of them go to the restroom at the same time? Did, uh, you know, did they have well, that? Is there like a, a code? I don't know if, do celebrities have a thing where if they see another celebrity, they're like, They'd they have flash to. a signal or something? And they go or to the like bathroom a- and it's called code brown. <laughs> okay. All right. But is there like a, is there like Jeez. a word that like, they're like, you know, like a secret handshake or no, but what I'm is the sure club? If what you're do they in, do? Well, well, I don't know. California is probably different and New York is probably different where celebrities are just sort of there. Mm-hmm. Um, They're just everywhere. Like it's probably not the same. If it was unusual, right, that two celebrities would be in the same place, then maybe there's some sort of like, you know, like, mm, hello, please send a lobster quesadilla over to Mariah. She loves lobster <laughs> no, quesadilla. No, she doesn't. She loves guacamole. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Could you and and I love that they're like table side guac like who's still doing table side guacamole? Right. Do not make it is called the kitchen. Go make the guacamole the only, okay. and put it on my table. I don't want to have to converse with you to get guacamole. I would like to make a rule for restaurants. I want you all to hear me. 
I don't want anything made table side no. unless you're going to set it on fire. That is the yeah, only thing even, I'm excited like, about. What do you even want that's on fire? I mean, you know, like a baked Alaska or something. I mean, that is the only thing that's going to impress me. Yeah. If you're going to light it on fire or there's like fireworks involved or some sort of pyrotechnics, <laughs> I'm not interested Casa in Vega, table where dinner is stuff. the show. Yes. I don't want. No, you're right. Don't make me your guacamole table. No, what I'm are you not supposed to do? You're that. supposed to be awkwardly like making yeah. conversation uh, with. Ooh. Ooh. Wow. Ah. Do you normally put that much lime juice in there? Oh, at our house, we add jalapeno. What is that? Why do they do that to show you that it's fresh? No, it's just white people who are like, we're gonna be real fancy. Like they don't. What? Growing up, when did you ever have anybody make table side guacamole? Never. No. It came to the table made. Like, we're going to show you our authentic, we're going to bring out our modern pestle, our Aztec modern pestle <laughs> from the Oaxaca region of Mexi- Mexico. <laughs> like, excuse me, you know the people back there are like, those Americans are real stupid. <laughs> they make guacamole. You can accidentally make guacamole. Yeah, and you, you know, know what it's I mean? Not you just like, accidentally you're like, oh, I'm having in- this autentico experience. <laughs> And they're like, you go to Mexico, they're not making guacamole at your table. They go to the store and, or make it in their house, just like everybody else. Ooh, show me how you chop those onions. <laughs> okay, as much fun as I'm having That was with this. the best part, but we have to go on. <laughs> we'll be back after this. We're going to take out our grief on restaurants when we come back. <laughs> Stay right there. Lori and Julia. This past weekend, Lori and Julia went to Hollywood, California, <laughs> armed with an audio recorder and a desire to interview some stars. <laughs> Let's take a listen. I'll go stand behind these and take a picture of me, okay? Here's the machine. How do I stop it? How do you stop? Just hit stop. <laughs> this like that happens. It doesn't. And they never hit record again. No! no! This concludes Lori and Julia Crash the Sand. No! Are they playing? Are they punking us? No, that's it. I feel like like I did your job. I feel like I thought I knew the lesson of the audio recorder, how to work it. One, two. See, I was... One, two. I've given it to so many times. And one, I two. find that confusing. It's <laughs> one, two. Lord, no, that's I bet it's on I mean, the it's other side of, of the tape. There but is no other side of the tape. That's a digital recorder. No, she didn't. I don't know that. I don't. I don't. <laughs> she's she's gonna gonna flip, it's not a cassette. Wait, Daddy, she's going <laughs> to flip over the cassette to the other di- side and push record like a loser. Uh, Lori and Julia with producer Donnie Love on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Each day on the Colleen and Bradley Show, we like to give you a little information so you can impress your friends and uh, they'll think you're just a little bit smarter. We call it science on the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. We are everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. We call it science because it is science, right, Bradley? Yes. And it goes a little something like this. So it turns out your filthy winter clothes are making you sick. Mm. Why? Because. Science. Science. Uh, when's the last time you washed your gloves? Mm. Uh, it's been a while. Hat. I don't even wear it, but oh, I just I did just launder it last week. Winter coat. Never. Okay. If you can't remember 
get to the laundromat because you could be swaddling yourself in sick. That's according to a microbiologist in uh, Arizona, and they know a lot about cold weather climates there. Yeah, thank you. I I generally recommend cleaning things you wear in public about once a week, says the germ expert. And people don't tend to wash things like winter coats a lot. Why? Because science. The result, however, leads to a virus and bacteria buildup, which leads to sneezing and sniffling or even worse death you so you're saying my coat's gonna kill me yeah now the worst the worst thing actually is uh your gloves your hand warmers are hotbeds for germs mm. especially if you keep them on during your morning commute because in com- enclosed public spaces your germ exposure rate is very high in fact on public transportation for example a 2015 study found 15,000 types Mm -mm. of microbes on public transit you are just one light rail pole away from death gross 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 uh anyway so also your hats i just figured the cold like below freezing killed it scarves shoes boots are really bad um just so you know and uh those are all the things wait i'm supposed to be washing my boots yeah wash your boots because you step in doo-doo. Yeah, but I do that with my shoes, too. Gerber recommends cleaning the bottom of your boots with an antiseptic wipe at least once per week. Oh, and if you're still wearing your shoes in the house, stop it. So don't wear your house or your shoes in the house. Never. You shouldn't do that anyway. Why? Well, I mean, it's not that you shouldn't. I just think it's not really great for floors to wear your shoes around the house. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you for that yeah, uplifting you're news. So you're probably um, just one big death swab. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. Wonderful. Great. Um, Brr- hey, so it turns out that hot yoga that's super duper trendy and everybody thinks is super oh, good for loves them. hot yoga, yeah. It's really not any better for you than regular yoga. Why? Because... yoga, also often known as Bikram yoga, which was popularized in the 70s uh, in America, um, has a lot of times people who practice Bikram yoga have a number of reasons why they feel like it has it is better for their body, right? They sweat out toxins. It makes them more uh, flexible. But these scientists studied and uh, they measured your blood vessel function using ultrasound during both types of yoga. Okay. And there's really no difference. There's no difference between hot yoga and traditional yoga in Other terms than one of is hot. Exactly. That's the difference. But there's no difference in your health. Um, And the reason why people got so excited about this was because there was evidence that saunas and hot baths are good for your blood vessels and they help um, they help eliminate or reduce the risk of heart attack or other heart disease. Well, it turns out just doing yoga at all gives you the same benefit. For your blood vessels in your oh, heart. So it doesn't give you any added value, no, but it feels warm. Oh it's my God, just especially nice and in the cozy winter. warm. And yeah. then you sweat your face off. So if you and like then you it, walk do out it. and there's steam coming off of you. It's awesome. Oh, listen, I'm going to tell you, I'm being very honest about this. And Holly, you can probably um, confirm this. 
you when you go into a hot room and you start stretching, you will find yourself easing into stretches, deep stretches more quickly than you could going into a cold. So like doing it in a hot room is like it's good for your flexibility. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And yeah. there's different types of yoga because right. the hot yoga, the hot official yoga is 26 specific postures, which is different than other types of yoga. Ah, See, we have yeah. a real life yoga Namaste. expert yeah, here. But hot rooms feel good. Yeah, I, just, I just love a hot room. Can I just update everybody on something very special that's going on in life? What's uh, that? Guacamole uh, by yep, Tableside. Thank you. Thank you. I uh, tweeted the author, Jacqueline Hendricks, who wrote our new favorite article about chips and guacamole. Mariah Carey and Jennifer Aniston love they guacamole. They love guacamole. Mm-hmm. I tweeted her back, kind of as a means of thanking her. This is my favorite article of all time, and I read a lot of celebrity dirt for my job. We just got 10 minutes of material from this. No sarcasm. Really, thank you. Jacqueline wrote back, you can never go wrong with chips and guac. Wow. Yes. And I also got a like from page six. Boom. Bye. Boom and done. Work here done. Has Farrah Abraham gotten back to you yet, Bradley? No, she's too busy having And I requested Garrison Keillor to let me follow him on Twitter, (laughs) and I have yet to get a reply. We need to share with him our our bit. Yeah, I bet he'd like that a little too much. When we come back here on My Talk 1071, stay right there. My Talk 1071, everything. But you are, Blanche. You are in that chair. Entertainment.